Tony, so uh, we're, we were talking a little bit uh, off air and we were talking a really good story. And uh, I kind of looked over at Mike and I started to point at the record button. And uh, I think we, you know, I think we should start this over again. And there was something that we really wanted to make sure we got on, on, on record. And it has to do with, uh, you know, a time in your uh, life where you were like kind of, you know, kind of feeling bummed out and, uh, and ended up at, uh, in Atlanta. And, uh, so take it from there, take it from there. Yeah. So, uh, I was in Atlanta at NRA 2016 and I was just bummed. Uh, I was bummed because the losses that happened in New Jersey, even with the advocacy work I'm doing, understand I'm doing this as a hobby. So I, I'm not even a 501 C three. I'm starting that paperwork now. Um, and I'm like, I don't know if this effort is worth it. And it was bothering me because I know this is a civil rights fight. So I went to uh, Martin Luther King Jr.'s historical site because I was in Atlanta. Why not? And you sit through the movie. They have the movie of Martin Luther King and, and, and the struggle of the black civil rights movement in America. And I watched it. And, and of course, it's, it's touching. I mean, it, it's America. It's, it's what you, we were meant you were moved. to do. Yes, I was definitely moved. And then I walked through the center. And you see in everything this man is going through, they're bombing his house. Um, they're calling in death threats that pretty much he had to unhook his phone and he still did it. He kept coming back. He won a Nobel Peace Prize and still couldn't get a carry permit with all the death threats. He was a reverend. I mean, he can pass every background check. He was attacked by the FBI. He was attacked by people. And I'm like, and I'm going through it. And I, and it just touched me and it moved me because it made me understand this is a continual struggle. The civil rights struggle is fought every generation. Every generation, and if we let it slide, we'll lose our rights. And I came out and I did a video right outside. And I'm like, this is very important. This is something every gun owner must be a part of. Even if you aren't a gun owner, you must understand when your civil rights, your civil liberties are taken from you, they rarely come back. There will not be another assault weapons ban with a sunset clause. They learn from that. Right. We have to get in the fight now, and I'm not hawking for money because a lot of 2A groups do, but money gets things done. Money allows you to go places. Money allows you to advocate. So, Tony, let me ask you a question. As a, as a black man and as a gun advocate, yes or no, is gun control racist? Gun control is blatantly racist. It started off and is built upon racism. Its foundation is yep. built upon racism. And it makes no difference because the entire thing is about controlling the populace, regardless of your race. I am the first generation of black Americans born with the same rights as everybody else. Why would I give any of this up without a fight? Yeah. Because some people feel unsafe. Can I ask you another question? And I've asked this before. I think maybe at Argo J, I think I asked this question. But if during election years, and let's just go presidential election because it's the biggest stage, yeah, yep, right? Yep. <clears throat> And however you feel about the, however anyone feels about the man, you know, I'm going to talk about Trump, Trump for a minute. He said it best. You, you know, the black Americans have been voting Democrat for generations. <laughs> what do you got to lose? Right. was what he, that I'm kind of paraphrasing, but yes, yes. Um, why does the democratic party continue to get the black vote when they don't seem to really improve the situation of black America? Because the Republican party makes zero effort to talk to the black community on a whole. They don't try to identify. They want you to act like them. 
goes back to goes back to both it goes back to what we were talking about earlier too both sides being so out of touch right yes well they want you to be a carbon copy of them regardless you know that if you're not in march if you're not in lockstep with their policies they don't want you the scary thing about diversity is you're going to invite diversity of thought (laughs) people aren't going to be the same as you right both parties can't accept that most people can't accept that you know i i agree with that because and i'll tell you why i know some conservatives who I agree with a lot of things. We agree on a lot of things. But when it comes to the LGBTQ community, mm-hmm. I don't agree with everything. There, I could mm-hmm. go on a whole thing about things that I don't agree with, with that community. But here's what I do agree with. It's a free country. You want to change your sex? You want to be? You want to go by a, you know, a different identity? Have at it. That's great. That, that, that mm-hmm. doesn't affect me and I'm going to go about my day tomorrow. Great. And those fellow conservatives, they just cannot accept that. And I've said, but they just want to be happy. Let them be happy. They're not affecting you. When it starts affecting you, then we can have a conversation. But I'm just talking about someone saying, I now want to be a man. I was a woman, now I want to be a man. Have at it. Feel knock, free. Knock yourselves out. It yeah. doesn't affect me whatsoever. And that's where I do agree with you, that the both both parties, you have to just be a, a carbon copy of them or and their beliefs or you're not welcome. And that I do agree with that. that. That's a good way to put that actually, what you said. Yeah. And it sucks because I don't agree. How can you agree with a party platform? Because the party platform was come up with in the committee. They couldn't even agree on it. They just most voted <laughs> I for this and they came up with a platform. How do you as an individual agree with everything? Right. Yeah. And I don't, I, I, like I'm, I, you know, I'm a, I would say I'm conservative, but <clears throat> more libertarian conservative. No, but, it, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's, you know, I, we've, you know, you references to Mike a couple of times in different episodes and tonight, you know, we, the reality is we, we try to talk to each other. Like we're, uh, if we're reference, I reference a football field, you know, um, there's, we reference like there's only the two end zones and the hundred yards in between the two end zones don't exist. And that uh, you could have, your opinion lie on any topic anywhere between those two end zones, not necessarily in the end zone. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's, that's part of this, this whole thing too. And until we get, you know, uh, until we stop feeling that our opinion matters more than it really does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is what gets me. I'm not a sports dude. And many people can't understand you not having a team. <laughs> and politics is the same thing yeah you have a team it's a good way and to put I'm, it i'm like they you can't trust politicians and when i say it everybody can agree with it unless it's their guy and then somehow he can do no wrong regardless of who he is right oh he's my guy trump's my guy well trump's a jerk <laughs> trump is a human being you wouldn't want that to be your buddy yeah all right but some people definitely had very not. effective policies. Yes. Very effective policies yes. that helped this country out a lot. Yep. Um, but, you know, he wasn't evil incarnate. Obama wasn't evil incarnate, but I didn't agree with a lot of things he did. But I did vote for him the first time. I did, too. See, it's did, so funny. I did, too, because I thought he could do the most. Exactly. I, I almost hated I almost hated admitting this, Tony, but I really thought he could do the most change and he did the most division. And it's it pains me that I voted for him. It pains. It's me. funny because it was <laughs> it was one hundred percent equal rights. He proved that a black man could be as crappy as a politician as a white. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened because that first term I was like, bro, I voted for you because you said you were going to end the wars. You know what I mean? Bring people back yep. home. As a marine, 
I did not like writing my will at 18 years old. Right. I, I didn't think that was necessary. Um, and, and I was like, cool, end the wars, do this, bring people back, and he didn't. So I didn't vote for him the second time. Wow. Uh, a lot of divisiveness. America is an awesome country. And if you don't like what I said, too bad. I said what I said. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. We have opportunities here, regardless of where you come from, regardless of where you were born. Enough luck. Let's not leave luck out of it. And hard work. You can become better than you started off as. I agree. That's that's good advice. And I'm glad we took a few moments to uh, get that on record. For sure. Yeah. Awesome. Man. Thanks a lot again, guys. Of really course. Thanks for being with us.